happy Wednesday, Unwoke Nation, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 6 of The Unwoke Show, where free speech is welcome, all subjects are on the table, and your boys bring you topics raw and uncut every single Wednesday, baby. I'm your co-host, Rich, along with my brother from another mother, Big Tim. How you doing, Tim? Good, and you, Rich? Doing great, man. Doing great. Hey, guys, I wanted you to like and subscribe, definitely, as you leave your comments, and check us out on all of our social medias. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We just recently worked on trying to get on Apple Podcasts, and also, we're really excited about that, and love to hear from you guys from there so definitely check us out on there for an unwoke the show and also guys remember we love to hear any comments or questions or you know guys quite frankly and also you might have certain topics in mind that you want us to talk about we'd love to hear what some of your ideas might be so give us a shout out at feedback at unwoke the show.com that's feedback at unwoke the show.com all right guys we are excited about tonight's show and talk a little bit about, you know, quite frankly, what we're uh, doing right now. It's all about social media, and with, but we really want to jump into this topic, or and we definitely love to hear from you guys about it as well. Just asking the question: Is social media made us less social? And I know Tim has been doing some really great research on this, so we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the things going on. So, uh, so yeah, de- definitely, Tim, lead us off and on. Let us know what your your thoughts are. So, what kind of brought us here? So, I think. Is social media is social media making us less social? Um, I think that's really. I, th- I think there's two pieces to that. I one, I think there is, um, us, and when I say us, human beings, right, right. Um, we're partly to blame for it, and social media itself, um. You know, naming off the popular ones like the Twitters, the Twitches, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok, you know, recently becoming really, really popular. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those two together have collectively made us uh, less social, right? And when we talk about less social, what we're really talking about is the interaction of human beings with each other. I understand. Right. That, I mean, that's what really what we're saying. Um, are we spending more time on our phones, our iPads, our computers, um, and engaging in those mediums versus being engaged in, um, human interaction? Right. So, and I, and I mean, obviously, you know, even when we're out and about or whether we're out with friends or family and also, uh, you know, I mean, just think about you sitting around at a restaurant and if you just take a look from left to right, I mean, if you see a family of four where you'll see basically everybody with their heads down, you know, looking at their phones and stuff like that. I mean, it just shows the impact that it, that social media has really played on society that, you know, that's what brings us to this topic where I wonder, it's like, you know, has it really made us, you know, less social? Does it have... Does it have mom and dad? Does it have parents kind of going, hey, you know, do I really know my kid? Because, you know, I don't spend as much time. I mean, you being a dad yourself, I mean, what's your thoughts? Well, I, I, iPads, um, Fire, you know, Amazon Fire devices, right? All those, they replaced what we had growing up as kids, which were crayons and that little um, to-do sheet anytime you went to a restaurant, right? They had the kids menu on it, but yeah. there were puzzles and stuff right, like that, right. right? But you were... While we were, you know, we were using those. You draw inside the lines, Tim. Yeah, oh, all the time. Yeah, I struggled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but while we were doing that and we were face down and whether it was hunting for words or, right. um, 
you know, drawing, connecting the various numbers that all of a sudden formed a picture and stuff like that, right? We could still ask our parents, but now a family of four sits down and at least two, three, maybe even all four outside of looking at the menu and saying, what is everybody going to get to eat? The waitress comes, they order, they may talk for a brief second, but then it's face down. Right. Right. So it's the, it's the digital babysitter. Um, I don't think it's just for kids. Mm -hmm. I think it's for parents. Um, I would even say our parents, parents, if they've somehow managed to learn in some form or fashion, you know, either through Facebook, you know, another part, you know, really, really popular, um, just sitting there spending time instead of interacting with your spouse. And so I think what's happened is that there's, there's now a psychological aspect to all this. Yeah. I would agree. And I think that even gets into um, definitely kids, definitely young adults, definitely parents, grandparents who are spending more time in, you're in the living room together, but you're not together. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's like, you know, the example I was just using when it comes to, you know, just restaurants. I mean, I know I've seen. I've been out with friends and you kind of look around and kind of go like, you know, wait, it's like, you're looking at this person like, wow, you got, you got a table of five or six and they're all just got their heads down. You can see the screen glowing off of their faces and kind of like makes you don't wonder is like, has any of them talked or asked like, Hey, how are you doing? Or something like that. Like, again, it's just that impact of what uh, social media really is. Yeah. And I, I think we have to step back and it's not just social media though. I mean, let's just be honest. I, I think it's the internet. I think is really what kicked it all, uh, kicked it all off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the internet itself is, you know, really at at its heart a communication tool, and that's what its original intent was, right? right? If we go all the way back to the late seventies, early eighties, um, and and what it's that was originally intended for which was to provide another means of communication between our various military branches in the event of a um you know nuclear event right if we take out one area you know i may be down communication wise in that area but there's other areas of my military and stuff that i can still communicate with and uh, i mean not just in a nuclear but um in a meteorological disaster as well, right? So, I mean, that's, that is what, I mean, ultimately the internet uh, was intended to be. And then now all of a sudden computers became their own host to web pages and was hosting content. And now you're spending hours upon hours on Usenet groups, message boards, um, just looking at everything from news and interest to porn to, um, you know, sharing your thoughts, sitting there, waiting for a response, getting something back, email, you know, right. as another um, communication medium. So it, it it's not just social media. It, it's an unintended consequence of the internet itself. And there was no way for us to know uh, at the time this would be one of the unintended consequences just like the psychological impacts that 
the Twitters, the Instagrams, um, the TikToks, the uh, Twitches of the world, right? All right. of that where people are spending more time engaging with their device and less time engaging in human contact. And now all of a sudden their online life has somehow manifested in a way where they feel and they being any, and, it, and this applies to anybody that is consuming most, you know, social media and is probably more prevalent in uh, teens and young adults. There's no differentiation between my online life and my physical life. Right. Right. And so, you know, you were, you had were mentioning beforehand, before we got on and started doing the show, um, talking about, you know, what kind of impact that's had on not only people, but various countries. Yes, absolutely. You know, we were, uh, you know, just uh, doing when we were doing our research and you know, all just kind of looking, you know, we we see it was some of the, the numbers were just astounding. I mean, just globally by itself, where social media, there's about four point seven, six billion with a B social media users globally. And actually, uh, you had mentioned earlier before, which is I guess it's not too big of a shock, you know, especially with TikTok, where so the world's largest social media market is China, you know, at one point forty one point forty four billion of that where now obviously you know TikTok has been everywhere it's becoming very popular here in the united states where it's another way people are looking to be able to on a global scale it seems to be able to feel you know that importance or anything but but you know what we've also learned too and we were doing some statistics with statistica this actually dates back to um actually uh in just june about almost a year ago and also and uh, what was really surprising to me is uh According to uh, when it comes to social media and loneliness and also actually a Harvard study talked about that. And that study actually went even as far back as like 2018, um, stating where so that there was a big concern even then about how much uh, social media would play on loneliness or depression and stuff like that. And according to what we found out is that, you know, according to Statistica um, and actually going to 2020, Amongst Generation Z, what they surveyed were 75, excuse me, 79% of people within the Generation Z generation felt some type of loneliness and 71% of millennials felt that that had something to do with some type of social media. And that was just really, really surprising. And I know uh, um, also, and I have a couple of friends are actually down in this particular country uh, that would be very shocking where it's actually Brazil. So it shows that uh, a statistic shows that 48 percent of Brazilians uh, said that they feel or feel often or always some type of uh, loneliness. Where So and of course, when I digged a little bit deeper, when it came to social media specifically, where so Brazilians between the ages of 25 and 34, about 29 percent of them said um, that they what social media plays a factor into some of their loneliness. So that was actually really surprising where so i think 18 to 21 was the i'm sorry 18 to 24 was the second most so uh, um i think it's very very surprising about how much social media has made us you know very social or or maybe for some people who might be i, I don't know what you would call it. like you know some people just tend to be like more introverts it maybe social media has given them a little bit uh, like you were saying earlier, like a way to be able to be themselves. It's almost like that movie Ready Player One, 
Right. It's like, you know, everybody could, you know, everybody had their own little kind of video game and stuff, but you could create your own avatar and all, and you were a completely different person than maybe what you were in real life. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that gives people who might be a little on the quieter side, or maybe even like some people like yourself. I mean, lots of, we're very, we're a little bit more extrovert, extrovert. Otherwise we would be doing a podcast, but you know, there's certain aspects of social media that kind of gives us that, you know, uh, that, opportunity to maybe be be something that we've always wanted to be would that make sense yeah i I think that makes sense um i think we could probably even look at this from a different angle um i know we're zeroing in on social media but i think i think it's more of the technology yes or and when i say the technology i'm talking about technology in general um the fire hose that is, you know, examples such as news and interests. Right. Right. You can find anything and everything about a given topic that you're interested in. And the avatar is listening. No matter what platform you're on, they're listening right. to be able to pick up stuff. I mean, if you, you know, we're big sports fans aware. So if I want to see something, you know, about, you know, I don't know, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, something like that, where it'll keep bringing me up old, you know, old uh plays or maybe uh star players from the past or you know games from last year and so it just listens to you where so it's uh it, it's amazing what it is so so and and it's never off oh absolutely right kind of scary so, huh? yeah and but again i think that gets back to an unintended um, consequence that again we really didn't think about or it was thought about, but because the technology didn't exist, we didn't really know the impact. Like, you know, again, our focus at the time, or at least I want to believe at the time, was all around providing a stable uh, communication infrastructure in the mm-hmm. event of a natural disaster or, you know, the nuclear threat. You know, again, this is at the time of the Cold War and stuff, right? Right. And so... Technology has made it easier for us to not only consume uh, news and interest, social media, but at the volume, right? So it's you're almost at a point where I'm trying to consume everything that technology is giving me, mm-hmm. and I feel like I. I can't get to that point where I feel that I have consumed enough. So now all of a sudden one hour becomes eight hours, eight mm-hmm. hours becomes 16, you know, and so on and so on is you're falling more and more um, down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole of, you know, consumption mm-hmm. that your personal, uh, relationships are starting to suffer. And so I think, you know, getting back to the uh, topic itself, I think it's a two pronged piece. Okay. Um, part of it is the people, right? Because you can't consume technology um, uh, without making that decision to say, I'm not going to get on my iPad. I'm not going to get on my laptop. Um, you know, you could even go as far as it's it's reached smart TVs, right? So I'm not going to turn on my smart TV right. tonight. Right. Um, 
I'm going to go old school. I'm going to grab a book. I'm going to sit here and read. Or, or if the case, if you got a family, um, whether it's you and your wife, you and your two kids, three kids, whatever, tonight is going to be family game night or something, right? We're yeah. going to bust out, sorry, we're going to bust out categories. We're, you know, we're going to get out these games and we're going to play this and interact and um, we're going to leave the phones and the tablets someplace else. Or we're going to power them off right that you know very popular called disconnecting you're right exactly. you know when people say you when you tell somebody you're going to go on vacation they're like oh are you going to disconnect for a while and you'd be like oh yeah i'm really looking forward to it right that that again that unintended consequence you know we're looking forward to disconnecting mm-hmm. and it, and it's as if we've had this epiphany that oh wow this is i turned this off this is great, but then in the reverse, I've turned it on. Oh, I've turned it off. Oh my god, what am I missing? What's no. happening? What's a? And then you know, if, if you're at a beach or whatever, you and you see somebody over in the cabana next to you, and they're on their phone, you're like, hey, could you check? Give me the score of, uh, you know, the Cubs game, for example, right? Can you tell? You know, you're asking about sports. You're, you maybe you overhear some news event. You're like, oh, if I would have had my phone, but mm-hmm. right. So it, it's always that one instance away where you feel like oh if i would have had it i if i would have had my device i would have known about it right then and there right so it's a it's a double-edged sword in that instance i mean i think it is hard i know my last vacation where we went down to orlando florida and i know it's like we were down there from pretty much like monday to almost like saturday or some and for me because i'm so used to having to with my businesses where and being able to talk with clients and doing all those different things I mean, quite honestly, it's like, you know, I had to find myself where I was messing my phone, but it took me almost three days to finally relax. To know that, like you said, you didn't have you didn't have maybe, you know, sports center at your fingertips or be able to see the break, the news or anything like that. It took me three days to finally go like, oh, I'm truly on vacation and I don't need to really deal with those things and finally try to relax. And and also and, and honestly, it just it truly felt great. It really felt great to just. Be able to say, okay, you know what? I really don't need this. And I'm going to spend time, you know, with the family and, and do those. Things. I mean, that was, uh, it was a great thing in a while. So, and I'll never forget that. And honestly, I think that moment in time is when, even when we got back to um, the airport, the airport in our town, where I was kind of like, wow, that actually felt really, really good. I mean, for somebody who's constantly, like myself, was constantly busy and being on social media and trying to do things for business and stuff like that. And then when, you, as you said, once you start to really unplug and you truly unplug, and go like, wow, I, that really felt good. I can't explain why, but that was definitely a beneficial experience. Well, think about um, COVID, right? And we've talked about COVID mm-hmm. and some of the impacts, you know, during the COVID era. And, um, well, think about that, what that has done for social media and our form of communication. Oh, man. Right now, right? Right. Um, think about those physical interactions have now been cut in half because we're all been quarantined at home and we can't, you know, get out. Mm-hmm. We're worried about the spread of COVID. And now you're, you've got to provide virtual empathy. Right. You know, in fact, where, uh, for some of you guys who are listening or might not have known, or maybe even used it yourself, you know, a lot of the, uh, major dating sites, you know, of like, uh, like Bumble and Tinder and stuff, because a lot of people could not interact and actually go on dates a lot of them were actually encouraging people to use, you know, virtual and stuff like that, or just to basically have a date where you can see that person on your screen 
Yep. You know, so and just doing those different things where so I mean, imagine how I guess you would say it's like, I mean, you're probably even more comfortable doing it because you're in the comfort of your own home or whatever case may be, you know, but they were going even that far. I mean, I remember getting on a Zoom call with a bunch of my buddies and I had a half bottle of bourbon by beside me. We're all just chit chatting and I'm just pouring and the next yeah. thing I know, I'm like, oh shit, I'm popped. <laughs> right. I look at I look at my bourbon bottle, I'm like, Well, that guy's done. And, right. You know, we finally got but it's you know, in that era I think the one time where technology made it possible mm-hmm. for us to still interact with um, our friends and family, um, it never replaced the need for human interaction. And, yeah. and that's the one thing, um, no matter how successful or evolved technology continues um you know with the advent say of like ai and right ai's have really been in the news lately right um i don't you're never going to be able to replace human interaction the you know you and i right now recording our podcast talk you know that human interaction yeah we probably could have done this you know in a meeting and recorded it that way but being able to sit in the studio and sit here and talk about it um you know we couldn't do that right so you know it's times like this you know, that to me some of the best times that are out there because we again it it is that human uh contact but you know there is the the dark side of technology um where people are sitting in their basements um playing video games you know streaming on twitch mm-hmm. um or just playing video games in general and completely missing out on that aspect and again drawing the conclusion that their online life is their real life yeah um so uh, you know, i do think on one aspect it has made us uh less social but at the same time that's on us yeah, it's, we, it, we have a la- decision. Yeah, right. it has allowed us uh, to do that. But you know, I definitely think it's impacting kids. Uh, I think yeah. it's impacting parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all you have to do, like you, you know, the restaurant example you gave earlier, and you know, to all our listeners out there, I mean, just sit in a restaurant, and look, and look at the digital babysitters that are sitting around, or look at the husband, the wife, or the guy and the girl that are on a date that are both you know, in their phones, mm-hmm. the waitress comes by, they order, they talk for a minute, then they're back in their phones or. Well, that sounds like a second date is not coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or maybe that, maybe that works or they're in their, uh, you know, they're on their phone then they're off for a minute in their phone off, you know, I mean, whatever it's, right. but, and it's not just in restaurants. Mm-hmm. You see it in cars. Yeah. Too. I mean, when's the last time you sat at a red light and you're like, well, I'm going to grab a t- quick text or not going to lie. Done it. Yeah. I mean, I've done it too. <laughs> and and then you look up and somebody blows the horn in several cars and you're like, oh, oh shit, I should pay attention to Get the road. The way, yeah, exactly. I mean, right. But it's um, and then you've got, you know, the apples and the Googles of the world who have put in the, um, you know, you got Apple CarPlay or Google. Uh, what is their Google car? Um, I can't think of what theirs is, but anyway, that have now you're in, say you've got an Apple phone, you're an Apple CarPlay, right? Mm-hmm. So now I can hit a button that says, if somebody sends me a text, I'm going to send an automated text back that says, I'll get back to you 
I'm out driving right, right. now. I'm driving right, right, right. or it it silences it so you can focus mm-hmm. on driving. But yet it's you know these large, almost laptop sized screens that are now showing up in cars. Jeez, some of these phones are worth. They're like they're it's like holding on to a football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, but you but you see, it's even it's it's making its way into every facet. I agree of our life. I mean, even look at refrigerators. Oh yeah. You know, I, I actually, I was visiting a friend and, uh, it was the first time I saw, it was one of the steel freezer, whatever it was, uh, two door refrigerators. And she was explaining to me and I'm like, Oh, what's with the screen like that? She says, Oh, she's like, I can actually watch Netflix. where on my refrigerator. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you've got your smart TV, right? Right. With all your streaming apps, but then you could load up, um, a Twitter or something like that. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at this while I'm cooking, but it's right. it, again, it gets back to, it has seeped into, uh, every facet, mm-hmm. um, of our lives, you know, the smart home, the connected home, right. All of that. Oh, I just pull up an app. I can adjust the lights in one room and turn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can do that and stuff. Um, so it's, you have, more of our, I should say, more and more of our time from a technology uh, perspective, right? The more they keep this hook, the more they're going to make. Mm-hmm. So it's almost in a sense that technology is vying for our time as much as human interaction. Yeah, I mean, I actually heard um, a well-known um, content creator where he basically said content is currency. Because like you, like you just said, I mean, it's like the more, you know, the more you, you're putting out there, the more people are going to want to have that involved and they're more than willing to pay for that and in some way, shape or form, you know, whether it's through attention or monetizing or whatever the case may be. And also, uh, and I, and I was going to mention too earlier where another thing that's, uh, that's playing, you know, we, we were talking about, also we say about this being parents, but also with kids, Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, we, we hear about this all the time where, so because, you know, some kid and I know some parents and like that saying, you know, well, you know, my child doesn't like being on, Facebook or TikTok where so because some kid, you know, makes fun of them or because they're, you know, they have, you know, short hair or whatever case it be. And just imagine the how much that plays on. I mean, that stuff, you know, you know, me growing up, somebody says, you know, I don't like your shoes. It's just like, okay, you don't like my shoes. But, you know, for some kids, unfortunately, I mean, they're devastated when they see something like that on social media. So as great as social media has some, um, some good positives. And also I, I've, you know, I'm sure many of the viewers, uh, viewers and listeners out there, you know, use things for social media, such as like here, you know, using podcasts, getting something, something educational or just a, a good topic or, you know, just something positive out of it. But we also have those negatives too, where it's like, that's, it's just shocking word. And especially, like I said, man, just hearing how it is with kids, it's, that's rough. Well, you've got digital bullying, right? That's it. Now, yeah, I knew there was a term for right, it. Right. Or, or, or let's just call it bullying in general. Right. The inability for kids to cope today. Sure. Um, and that gets back to the, the comments about the distinction between what is my actual life and what is my digital life and how kids today feel that they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is, you know, definitely impacting kids and parents from a psychological standpoint. So sure, I I think when it's all said and done and Unwoke Nation, we'd love to hear from you on uh, this topic, but I would argue 
it's say that it's social media. Uh, the technology itself, has it made us less social? Yes. But, you know, we, the people that are consuming that are, I would argue, are probably 80 to 90 percent uh, more accountable than social media because we are choosing to go to those tools. So um, would love to get your thoughts on Woke Nation. Uh, Rich, fantastic as always, man. This was a great topic. Awesome, man. Awesome. Great job today. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good, good. So, hey, guys, definitely, you know, we, as Tim had mentioned, we'd love to hear from you guys who are definitely reach out to us at feedback at unwokedtheshow.com. That's, again, feedback at unwokedtheshow.com. Visit us on our social media platforms that we have going out. We'll definitely be putting that out there with each and every one of our uh, episodes as we post it up. So definitely take a look out for that. But, guys, hope you enjoyed the topic, and we will see you on Episode 7.